What's going on, everybody? Welcome to this week's edition of 48 Minutes, brought to you by 48 minutesnetworkcom I am Tim Daniel. I know we're doing a Friday show, and this isn't normal for us, but we had our full week between all of our shows, uh, so we figured we would take the Friday slot this week. Uh, you'll get used to us back next week, starting on Wednesday nights. Uh, so today's show, Sean and I go through and talk about China and everything going on there with the NBA. We talk about our own preseason highlights, and then we do the Atlantic Division preview. I do want to let you know that uh, we did this on Tuesday, so it went up Friday. As you'll see, Sean will spoil at some point in the episode, so some stuff had happened since then in regards to NBA preseason games that we don't necessarily cover. Um, but without further ado, here's this week's show. Everyone enjoy, and leave some reviews. Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittrell from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom, shakalaka. Alright man, so Sean, um, we're back in the swing of things man, we've had, uh, this is our third show this week, so we got a shot callers, uh, Ben brought in his pal Josh Hayes, and Josh had an excellent debut with the network. I was excited about that. Yeah. We had a really good at-large bid this week with Drew McDonald, who you and I both had the privilege to cover his NCAA basketball career. Yeah, I, I, I saw him at the, the gym a couple weeks ago, and yeah. I, was, I was a little starstruck and kind of confused why he was working out at a common man gym like Planet Fitness. <laughs> but I was, Not in his NCAA yeah, facilities. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he kind of stood out being, you know, 6'10 and all. Yeah, he, he's, he does. So that picture I posted to kind of start promoting of me and him, it's so funny. I sent it to my parents, and I was like, yeah, just in case you're wondering, Drew McDonald's taller than me. <laughs> <laughs> so that was fun, and uh, we've got Hoop Cinema coming up. We've got Blue Chips is our next one. Yeah, soon. Uh, yeah. It's coming very soon. I'm excited. Yeah. I've watched it twice now. I've got twice. all my notes. Okay. I'm happy. So I'm, I'm so excited. I think I might order a Butch McRae jersey. Okay. Those, yeah. those are a thing. Yeah, you can actually get Western University jerseys. I like that. For like 20 bucks, probably from like Korea, but... Probably. Who cares? Sure. You can get the practice jersey ones too. They're just the mesh. Oh, that's that's a little extra. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If you want a, your neon Bordeaux jersey. Sure. You know, why not? <laughs> neon. Yes. So let's start with... Uh, on Shot Callers this week, they covered Daryl Morey, the tweet, and the ringer report from John Gonzalez. We now kind of get the back end of that, where Tuesday, um, the Rockets are doing their international tour, and Adam Silver was actually in Japan for the NBA games. And in a roundabout way, I don't know if you took it the way I did, um, really seemed like he was kind of supporting Daryl Morey in his opinion and backing him up, and not necessarily maybe not agreeing with what he's saying, but really just kind of saying, like, you know, it's fine that he has this, he has this right to say that, and we want our... We want our league to be able to express their, themselves. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is kind of a big, I mean, this is more than just the NBA right now, especially with all the tensions with China and yeah. everything that's been going on with them with Hong Kong. But, um, you know, we are a free country. We do have free speech here, you know, and the NBA being a very progressive league, one more than a lot of the other leagues, mm-hmm. um, uh, they kind of, they, I was kind of shocked the what the way that they worded it it was kind of like you know we you know we support free speech but at the same time it's like they were kind of disappointed yeah the way the whole thing went about and i feel like adam silver is probably kind of kicking himself a little bit and also the the rockets organization they they seem like they're kind of at odds with maury now mm-hmm. because of this and uh I don't really know uh, what the outcome is going to be, but it sounds like they're going to actually cancel games, and the NBA has been, uh, I guess, temporarily blocked out in China. Yes. And not only has it's been a big week for for blackouts, because my favorite favorite cartoon of all time, South Park, was also banned this week after an episode about China. (laughs) So, uh, and my wife just got back. She was in Shanghai for for, for 15 days uh, doing work over there. And, um, you know, it's it's really, she wasn't in Hong Kong or anything, but it's very interesting, like, 
you know, how much the government does control everyone. I mean, it's a very organized system, communism, but, <laughs> you know, it is. I mean, it's... I shouldn't laugh at that. I know what you mean. But... Yeah, it's a very organized system. Like, I, I understand why they want it to be that way, but it's, it's terrible, it you know, terrible. and it's like, and, you know... This is going to cost the NBA something right here. Yeah. I mean, uh, being that the Houston Rockets probably have the closest relationship to China because of Yao Ming. I was going to say, I don't think it's probably. It's definitely. It's definitely. Yeah. And it, I mean, even T-Mac was just huge over there. They yeah. were just, I mean, it was just a big thing in the 2000s and really helped expand the uh, the game over there. Um, but they're going to have these games. I mean. Uh, the Lakers were going to play there in a couple days. The Lakers and the Nets. The Lakers and the Nets. And it doesn't sound like that's going to happen now. Um, and also being that they are the most popular American sports league over there, they're blacked out now. So it's like, that's, that's going to kill viewership. And that's, I don't know how many, I mean, I don't know how many, you know, people over in China are watching the NBA, but I imagine quite a bit. I can say, yeah. Um, so, in my previous employment, I worked as a personal banker, and I would help people open their checking accounts. Sure. And a lot of those times, I had international students who'd be here for the summer working yeah. at the ballpark. Absolutely. And they were from China. And I would see kids in, come in all the time wearing, like, Russell Westbrook jerseys, LeBron jerseys, Steph Curry jerseys, Kevin Durant, yeah. James Harden. Yeah. And so, you know, I would talk to them, like, hey, you know, that was where we found common ground was basketball. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a huge thing over there. Like, it's yeah. their thing. And, you know, you would talk, like, who's your favorite player? And they would be like, James. Yeah. I'd be like, LeBron or Harden? <laughs> and they would be like, Bron. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, I, can, yeah. I, can, I can get along with you. I can I can have that common ground with you. So, you're right. And it's such a big, like, China's such a big market in general. Um, not just. For everything. Everything. For everything. Man, like, it's just huge, man. Like, Kevin O'Connor talked about this today on the mismatch on the Ringers NBA Network about, um. You know, it's not just the NBA, it's politics, it's Hollywood, it's so many different things. And um, so to kind of have this there is definitely not a beautiful sight by any means. No, no. And I mean, it's, it's like I said, it's, I, I mean, I don't think, you know, the Houston Rockets came out and said that they do not support the views right. of, of Daryl Morey, but like, I don't think they should find him or do anything to him for stating what he thinks yeah like I, I just i don't think that's right and i feel like he's he, he might end up getting blacklisted a little bit because of this and it's it's a little concerning because i know the nba is probably internally concerned that they're going to lose some serious money over the next couple weeks with these chinese the the china games going on and everything so um, I don't know. It's it's a weird situation to be in for Adam Silver to be in. It's like you want to make money, but it's like you also need to stand up for what you believe in. And, you know, this is the United States of America. So, you know, we're different here. I mean, it's just it's it's a different thing. It is a different thing. It's it's definitely a unique circumstance here, unfortunately. So we'll obviously be keeping to keep eye, a close eye on that. It's something we really have to kind of pay attention to as we move forward into the season. Um, so I do want to obviously get into some preseason talk as well. Of course. So we've had some highlights. Uh, you and I have not had a chance to have microphones in front of us since Anthony Davis and LeBron James made their debut as a tandem. And yes, it was nice. Yeah. It was pretty impressive. I know it's preseason. Yeah. But it was pretty impressive. It was. D'Angelo Russell went as far as saying seeing LeBron, AD, and all those guys together, it's like a fantasy team. Yeah, it is. And it was it was awesome. It was really entertaining. The way they moved the ball, you could see that the chemistry is not 100% there, but the glimpses we have where they're clicking already, Yeah, pretty awesome. It sounds like they did a lot of a lot of group activities this summer to kind of build some chemistry, and uh, it kind of showed. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, I'm, you know, once again, one preseason game, but Anthony Davis looked pretty locked in. Yes, he like, did. Like, he looked kind of like a monster. Like, the, what he what he's been advertised to be since he came into the league. Like, he finally looked like he was – we got, like, a glimpse of what he could be. And it's like, all right, please stay healthy. <laughs> and let's let's see this for 82 games. I want to see it. He had 17-7 and seven in the first quarter. In the first quarter, yeah. So, I will say this. I do fully understand it's a preseason game, so I'm not going to try to blow this out more than it really Absolutely needs to not. Be. Do not. <laughs> but – 
the fact that it was the Warriors they were playing, yeah. the fact that it was in the new arena that they opened up early, oh, yeah. that there was a, it was one of the first preseason games of the year. Oh, yeah. That was a statement game for the Lakers. Oh, that was yeah. a we're here. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was. Dwight looked good, too. I got to say it. Dwight, Dwight looked good. Dwight did. Yeah, he had a few he had a few little moments there, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm excited to watch them some more. Um, I'm hoping they, if this, this game with Brooklyn uh, doesn't happen here, I'm hoping they can reschedule it someplace, but I don't think that's going to happen. I don't. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, you know, the scheduling gods probably just don't have it in them to book something. Did you, by chance, listen to the episode of Knuckleheads that came out today? I did not. Okay, so for those who don't know, Knuckleheads is a podcast run by Darius Miles and Quentin Richardson. It's an homage to the infamous headband bop that they did during the days with the Clippers. Yeah. So today they had Gilbert Arenas on. And Gilbert's always entertaining. Uh, Absolutely. Yes, to to put it politely, it's to say the least. And they asked him, when you look at the NBA, who do you have winning and why? And he said the Lakers. And he talked about their size. And he said this, and it kind of jumped out to me, and it was kind of interesting. He goes, if you look at that team, this is a defensive lineup they can put out there on people. Oh, yeah. He goes, point guard, LeBron. Two, Kyle Kuzma. Three, Anthony Davis. Four, Dwight Howard. Five, JaVale McGee. He's like, that's five guys that can block shots you'll put out there. Yeah, I mean, if they wanted to do that, yeah, they could. They really could do that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of insane. Yeah. Do I think they'll do that much? No. But no, but not only that, I mean they got other lockdown defenders too. They got Avery Bradley. They've got uh Danny um Danny Green. Danny Green. So it's you know, they've got a ton of people that can lock people down. So R- Rondo even from time to time can get a couple steals. Yeah. So uh you can have glimpses as well. So they're gonna be very entertaining to watch. Um did you by any chance check out the Kings? Mm-hmm. game the other night who did they play the Pacers ones and was it the Pacers yeah the, the one, in India the one that went up to like 130 points or something yeah yes I saw the highlights for that they the Kings looked like they were gonna be a lot of fun this year too yes they do and so the shot callers crew right now they're doing our Western Conference division previews well Sean and I are knocking out the Eastern Conference once and I think the Kings are gonna be in the running I just don't think they're going to make the playoffs just yet. I think they're still one season away from the playoffs? Just one. Just one. Okay. I think, you know, I think their bench is awesome. Yeah. Obviously, their point guard's awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, Buddy's great, and I think Buddy's, Buddy's probably going to sign his extension because there's no way he's going to hit free agency. Yeah. I don't think the Kings are going to let him walk out the door. Can't. Yeah, you're right. You can't. Bagley. Bagley. Yeah. So... They have obviously the pieces. Dwayne Dedman comes in. That's a nice pickup for them. Yeah, yeah, that was Harrison a really good Barnes pick-up. is going to be there for a little while. Yeah, I just think that they're kind of just a couple players away still. And just if they were in the East, I'd be like, okay, yeah, they're for sure. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, but yeah, you know, if they were the Cincinnati Royals still, they'd for sure be in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. But they're not the Cincinnati Royals, and they are in the same state as the Warriors, the Lakers, and the Clippers. Yeah, same division at that. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, that is true. The Rockets. I want to talk about that real quick. Talk about the Rockets. Okay, so they played this morning Okay. in Japan, so it was night there. And Mike D'Antoni gave a little bit of glimpses of what this offense could look like. Okay. What do we say for years about Russell Westbrook? If you only learn to play off the ball. Yeah. We're playing him off the ball finally? Mike D'Antoni is playing him off the ball, and he's cutting. Yeah. And it's awesome. Okay. So it's like the Russell Westbrook we've all always wanted to see because we knew his three-point game is up and down. Yeah. And now he has a chance to really kind of do different things and show a different point of his game. We always knew the athleticism was there. I mean, he's the most aggressive dunker I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Um, so now it's like he gets to kind of be in the dunker spot in offensive situations. And obviously having Harden to play with again is going to be a huge thing for him. Who so. can play point guard? Yeah, you without can literally have both those guys play. Yeah. And we know Harden could be a good catch-and-shoot player. Absolutely. So I, I really, really got excited watching the Rockets as a basketball fan today. Okay. Uh, I think for once, Russell Westbrook's going to get to the first round without Kevin Durant. Ooh. Yeah. It's time. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna. <laughs> they're gonna make the playoffs. They're definitely gonna make the playoffs. Yeah. But you know, when I look at like, is Utah better than Houston with that setup, with having it as additional shooters like Gordon and Tucker? I don't think so. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we'll obviously in a couple of weeks when the season starts get our predictions in for the season standings and our MVP that we always do. Yeah. I already saw that on Shot Callers who my MVP is going to be this year, though. Okay. Yeah. Steph Curry. 
It's Steph. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think he's just gonna. I don't think Steph's gonna play enough games to do it. I think his volume is gonna be so high this year. I I I just I don't trust his health, man. I feel like he's always like sitting like 15, 20 games a year. Is he? I'd have to look at that. Those numbers. I just I I feel like he's he's out quite a bit. And it's always for like more than a week. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's very possible. I'm not saying it's not, but I just feel like with. You know, not having Clay for most of the year, KD being gone, Willie Cauley Stein's hurt. Steph's gonna have a lot of opportunities to shoot when it's really just him, D'Angelo, and Draymond out there. Yeah. And we obviously know that when he is on, there is nothing more scary than the Steph Curry shimmy. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about guys who have set out a lot. You know, I was gonna bring up Markel Fultz. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. It's that little thing where, like, as you know, in the three years he's been in the league, I've never given up on the side. I thought he could be a really good NBA player. Yeah. And now we're seeing these glimpses where it's like, okay, you know, the speed's still there. The athleticism's still there. The shot's still a little iffy, like we talked about last week when we previewed the magic. But the highlights he's making where he's hitting, like, these, like, small turnaround bunnies. Yeah. And he's getting past people. Like, he outplayed Derrick Rose in that Pistons oh, preseason yeah. game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and maybe Derrick Rose is on preseason mode, but still, like... He's got to coast till he gets to the season. Yeah. You know? He's got to coast till he gets to the season. Oh. Yeah. Well, you know. You know. Right. But I was so excited. I'm so pumped. I, I really hope that this is... You know, if he gives the magic... Let's say 70, 65 games. I'll say 65. Oh, yeah. I mean, I yeah, I'm, I'm glad they just threw him out there. Yeah. It's like, finally, just we've been waiting for this forever. Th- and he's and he's showing the glimpses, you know, mm-hmm. you know, because I mean, he hit a triple double off the bench that one year, right? Yeah, his so, rookie year. Yeah, his rookie year. So it's like he's going to he's going to have some good games. I'm interested to see him go out there and, and just roll Um, once again. Too many forwards in the uh, in the kitchen there. <laughs> Way too many, but I am happy that they do have a good, you know, uh, uh, you know, a point guard who may or may not be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know yet. <laughs> we don't know yet. It's like when the people ask the Magic, like, do you guys play a pack line defense? They're like, yeah, what else is there? <laughs> is there other defenses? <laughs> when the Lakers and Magic play, it's just a size game. Oh, yeah. You know, so. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it, but. Yeah, so I'm pumped about Markel. And then obviously, you know, us being Bulls fans, and we are going to be in attendance in Indianapolis tonight to see the Bulls. On Friday night. Well, I'm saying this show's going up Friday. Oh, yeah, so tonight. (laughs) We did not do this live. We will. Sorry, everybody. (laughs) Cat's out of the bag. So the Bulls will have one additional preseason game before then. Yes. But last night we got to see a little bit of glimpses of what the offense can be. I know they lost to a team that's better than them. I know that team did not have Giannis Antetokounmpo. They, they had nobody last night. It was like Middleton didn't play, Giannis didn't play, and Brooke Lopez and Ro- Robin Lopez just annihilated Chicago. Yeah, they who were, didn't have Wendell Carter. Who did not have Wendell Carter, yeah. But the Bulls never have Wendell Carter, so what's that matter? <laughs> Which is just I'm not I'm not I'm not counting on Wendell Carter until he actually you know plays like five games. Okay. So that's where I'm at with <laughs> Wendell. Um, I uh, I enjoyed I I watched the first half last night. Okay. Uh, on uh, NBC Sports Chicago and um, they uh, they looked good in small glimpses mm-hmm. like Denzel Valentine like caught a few decent you know shots and he he got two quick threes early on in the game yeah if he stands in the corner kobe that's Co- fine with me. kobe white is one of the fastest basketball players i've ever witnessed he's got the air fox speed like i mean it is it is he is incredible right now how quick he was i was blown away um there was that clip ricky o'donnell put up where yeah from the inbound to getting to the other side of the court and getting fouled it was three, four seconds four seconds yeah he's just he's an and he's i mean he's not tall either so i mean that's right. extra impressive um daniel gaffer was impressive Gafford was impressive. Um, I don't want to spend too much on the Bulls, but um, uh, you know, I I knew they weren't going to win. Right. I knew they weren't going to win. Pat Connaughton had a nice little game, he did. so he looked he looked like he was having a good time out there. Yeah, the but Lopez brothers, Connaughton. Lopez brothers were all good and everything. Uh, Bucks are going to be good this year again. Uh, obviously, I think Brooke Lopez Brooke Lopez looked great the last night. Like he just looked like he is just shooting the ball so well right now. Like he is so great. 
Um, even Rolo got a three. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just wild. So, um, and it's really cool to see them together again since I mean, we haven't seen them since Stanford right. playing together. And it's wild, like 10 years later, seeing them, you know, playing on the same team again. It's just, it's a lot of fun. Um, but, uh, Bulls, it's going to be a total work in progress for, for, for my team. So yeah, I, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk real quick about some of the other rookies. Okay. So RJ Barrett was really impressive in the Knicks game. What did he have? Seventeen and seven. Seventeen and seven. Very it's, nice. Showed us some three point range. I like it. I think he has definitely put Kevin Knox on the bench. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I think a lot of people are. We're okay all, with we're that. all right with that. Yeah. So Barrett had seventeen seven to go with three assists, shot six of thirteen, and was two of six from three. So not wonderful per se, but you know, like what you kind of want to see from him at this point in his career, obviously. Yeah. Um, John Morant. Kind of, we saw the first glimpse of what John Morant can be. You talk about guys that are fast. My God, he was. They played a great. Granted, they played like some Brazilian team. I sure. Think. He had ten and seven. Was five of eight from the field. Nice. Yeah. Was a plus seventeen. And Jaron Jackson Jr. was nineteen and eight. So. Jaron Jackson's gonna have a good year. He's gonna have a good sophomore season. Yeah, the jump the other day. They said the Grizzlies are a year away from being a year away. <laughs> and I kind of agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're young talent. Those two, counting like guys like Brandon Clark, who they got this year. Yeah, uh, I'm excited for them. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be good in a couple of years. Yeah, they'll be, they'll this be is fine. gonna be a rough year so, for win wise. Oh, oh yeah, they're, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna see glimpses. They're gonna be in the lottery. Yeah, they're they gonna be are in the probably gonna be in the running for the number one pick. So yeah, um, and then obviously we Zion. Got, we got we got to talk about Zion. They're throwing down. So we got the first glimpse. The first. Well, this is like the well. We got that summer league glimpse where he ripped the ball out of the guy's hand and just like slammed it. Yeah, was it Kevin Knox? Yeah. Was? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, so not only do we get glimpses of Zion sixteen and seven, including a crazy dunk, uh, we got Lonzo Ball hitting threes. Yeah. Had nine and seven. We got Brandon Ingram having space, hitting scoring nineteen points. Yeah. So, Nikhil Alexander-Walker off the bench at 12 points. Very nice. It was nice. And then on the other end, too, in the Hawks, we saw, you know, Jared Culver played. And did you see the the uh, the Trey Young? DeAndre Hunter, I mean, not Jerry Culver. I got that okay. mixed up. Yeah, the okay. Trey Young between the legs on J.J. Yes, Redick. Yes, yes. That was, that was something. Like, just totally, just on totally, just totally just punked J.J. Redick on a break. Yeah. I mean, like, and J.J., like, just, like, they got it in slow-mo, and he just, like, what that just <laughs> happened did that guy just do that to me so yeah i like trey young he's gonna be he's gonna be great this year i'm Look stoked forward to him. for the hawks i am too him deandre hunter you know obviously john this is a, it's a weird it's a weird year when you know i'm stoked for the hawks and Same. you're stoked for the hawks like this is gonna be fun yeah because we were like can they just not make the playoffs anymore god and yeah now we're like when will they make i the know playoffs i'm again? like i'm like when are these losers gonna just drop off like i'm like <laughs> i'm like do you just go into the season going whoop we got the five seed. Like it was like that for a decade, and I'm like, are you gonna ever get better? And then the one year I think they made it to the conference the one finals. Year they had the one seed, yeah, yeah, they yeah, lost the yeah. So it's like you know, every, yeah, and it was like, and they were like, see what happened? We kept everybody together, and look what happened. All that chemistry, yeah. It's like you had one shot at it, and you still lost. So it's like, and then they brought in Dwight, <laughs> and then they brought in Dwight, and that's where the whole sword affair started. So do you remember that they were like, Dwight Howard's coming home. He's from Atlanta. This is gonna be great. Oh yeah, it was like the next year dwight howard's been traded to the charlotte hornets yeah and then he went to washington yeah for like so, nine games for like nine games yeah so see what happens i hope he bounces back yeah thomas bryant looks good too i'm starting to be pretty high on him for the, for he's, the not a, he's not a bad player no he had that little bit of trouble for early in his career got through that and it seems like now he's kind of moved past that and become started to become a, a pretty solid nba player so yeah i'm excited for that all right, so you're ready to do our Atlantic Division preview. So we'll now be wrapped up with the Eastern Conference Division previews after today. Yes. Awesome. Let's, let's do this. Yeah. So let's start with the – there's a lot of teams. There's like every team here is worth talking about. Yeah, let's, let's talk. Let's start it. Yeah, let's start with the defending NBA champion Toronto Raptors. Okay. So a little bit of a – a lot of a turnover for this team. A lot of turnover. <laughs> yes. The two guys they Import, traded, important turnover. Right. The two guys they traded for last year in the DeMar DeRozan Yaka Pertle trade. Yes. Gone. Yeah. Who helped them win an NBA championship? Yes. Kyle Lowry, they signed to a thank you contract, a one year thirty one million. Yep. It's a both ways contract the more I look at it, because it's we don't you don't want to go to free agency. We don't want to lose your free agency. 
thank you for winning the t- helping us win the title. Sure. You're going to go down as the greatest Raptor ever. Yes. One of them. I would say for legacy-wise, what he did for the team and the organization. I know Vince. I know Tracy. Tracy was just okay though with the Raptors. Like I think people like overblow Tracy. I, I, I almost, I almost feel like like Kawhi Leonard is just going to go down as more legendary than than Kyle Lowry though, just for that one season. Yeah, I mean it's very possible, but I think as far as like you stuck there the whole time, you didn't try to leave. Yeah. And the other nice thing too is if this season goes bad for them. Larry's a trade asset because that's dead money that someone will probably trade for. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. So, in Rondé Hollis Jefferson, Stanley Johnson, Cameron Payne. Okay. You're not getting me excited here. No. I'm not excited. Patrick either. McCall. Yeah. Well, Patrick McCall's on the team was, last year. Yeah, he was on there. Cameron he, Payne. Yeah. 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 This is. This is not great. Cameron Payne played for the Mavericks in Summer League uh, this year. How did he end up? Put over? in context, Cameron Payne played Summer League this year, who's been in the NBA for four years. Yeah. For yeah. a chance to play on an NBA team. He's, uh, he's yeah, this is, this is it. So We know all about the pain of campaign. So, Marcus Hall's coming back. Yes. Had a great had a great summer. Yeah, he did. Fantastic summer. Uh, uh, won uh, some Olympic gold. Serge Ibaka's so, back. Or FIBA, FIBA gold. Um, Serge Ibaka is back. Um, Obviously Pascal Siakam. Pascal Siakam, the, the star of the future for Toronto. And you got backing up uh, Mr. Lowry, Fred Van Fleet. Who was like Mr. Automatic the, in the finals. Yeah, he was Yeah, he was, He was. was basically the J.J. Barea of this last yes. finals. So, yes. Uh, Ananobi, this is going to be kind of a make or break year for him. I yeah. think, uh, you know, they're kind of, I think last year we were really kind of waiting for him to kind of blossom, mm-hmm. but you got Kawhi Leonard there. So it's like, where's, you know, this is going to be the year where, where he's able to do it. Stanley Johnson has done nothing yet. He's yeah. done absolutely nothing. Um, he had like 84 points in the OVO game one year in Canada. Oh, okay. That does it. <laughs> That's it. What does that count for? Nothing. I'm Ex- just saying, was, okay. He did that. That's like that's like me and you going down to the park and just shooting hoops. And it's like, I, you know, I beat Sean at 21. Okay. That's exactly what it was. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's not exactly Kevin Durant at the Rucker. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's not exactly the same thing. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Um, obviously, like like you said, a lot of turnover with this team. Um, I had just one of the most un. Remark, just most remarkable runs to the finals ever. The shot on on Philly, um, getting to the NBA Finals, and and just literally shutting Giannis down. Shutting Giannis down. Yeah, I forgot about the Eastern Conference Finals. So it's like, I mean, they went through two powerhouses to get there and tumbled a giant in um, the Warriors. However, injuries did happen. I think they did play a huge part in that everything that happened. But sure. It is what it is. The Toronto Raptors are the the world champions, um, and then their their MVP left. So, uh, which we kind of had a feeling might happen. Yeah. So, um, but uh, where where do you place this team now? Where are we at? Were we just like a mid level team again? I was gonna say Eastern Conference, middle of the pack. You're saying like a four seed, five seed. Yeah, maybe. that four five area. That's what I'm saying. I mean, even the division alone. I know we're gonna do this later on in the episode, but I think they're the third best team in the division. Okay. Um, so strong division. Yeah, it's a great division. Yeah, actually, they might be the fourth best team in the division. Oh, ooh, ooh, okay. You gotta think. Philly's here. Yeah. Boston's here. Yeah. Brooklyn's here. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, it's not too far fetched to say. That's no, it's not. It's not. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a tough division this year. Yeah. So I don't know, man. Uh, I obviously, you know, we've all known that Masai Ujiri is just waiting to press the Defcon one button because he's wanted to blow this team up since he took over. Yeah. I'm still shocked he did not take the Wizards' job. I'm still shocked because they basically were going to give him whatever he wanted. Yeah, I would. I would have left actually. Yeah, I think. And honestly, I mean, he almost got arrested and, the night of the championship victory. So, <laughs> I, I'll be honest with you. I I almost feel like he's not going to be able to pull off what he pulled off with the Toronto Raptors last year. It's probably never going to happen again. Why not take another challenge? Why not go to Washington, a team that? you know, should have been great for a long time, but hasn't been. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have liked to see him take that challenge and just get out, of, get out of town. Like he, he couldn't have done a better job assembling that team. So we're going to talk about the Sixers now because, oh my God, it happened. 
Yes. It happened. A three-pointer was made by the Ben Simmons. A three-pointer by Ben Simmons was made tonight in a preseason NBA game. He is a plus 40 against, uh, looks like, Long Jiao, Long Giant, Long Lions. Okay. Any names That's, on there I, you recognize? Uh, I think my wife was in that country last year, or last <laughs> week, or two weeks ago, so... I think that is so i've never i've never heard of those but yeah so the sixers are playing they might be giants all right so that's that's what it is yeah and uh, he simmons is playing great man 21 points eight rebounds seven assists one steal one block and a three but yeah, let's just go ahead and say Damn. he hit a three he hit one three it we always said the day Ben Simmons hit a three, we'd do an emergency pod and do an hour breakdown of the three-point shot no we don't need to do that no. that seems excessive yeah okay let's what? talk let's talk about philly though okay so i think we're all really high on this team my, yeah, my, definitely my favorite team of the Atlantic Division. I was a little heartbroken when they lost to Toronto last year. Yeah, in the way they lost at that, because that oh. was an unbelievable series. And an unbelievable shot to shut you out. Yeah, not to mention the shot before the shot of Jimmy Butler giving Philly the lead. Yes. To set up for quite a Oh, my that, God, it, yeah. was, it was insane. So, obviously, that's where you start. Butler's gone. Reddick's gone. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they bring in Josh Richardson. Who I like a lot. Yeah. Smaller contract. And actually, I think he might actually be a better fit on this team than Butler was. Yeah. I don't know if they can necessarily run their offense through him. No. In clutch time. But... It's okay, though. Serv- yeah. Serviceable shooting guard. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I love that they ended up turning that into a sign and trade. Yeah, I do and too. And they got him out of there because he wasn't going to work with Jimmy Butler anyway. So no. they got something out of it. Both teams got something out of it. And I, I really like the move for Philly. It's like... You know, you give up that, so it's like, you know, you made a lot of moves to get Jimmy Butler, obviously, but, you know, it's... Yeah. The air is over with, so... But I'm okay with it. Like, I'm okay with him going out to Miami, and uh, uh, they brought back Tobias Harris. They brought back Tobias Harris. They signed Al Horford. Al Horford, who I love on this team. Yes. I really like it. This he is going go to give them some extra size. Position. He can go back to his natural for the first time since, like, fucking Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I know. So uh, I'm very excited to see them um, uh, especially bust out a lineup with Embiid and Horford. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're going to be tall, man. This yeah. is going to be a tall-ass team. We just talked about the Lakers and their size and the Magic and their size. Yeah. The Sixers are another one of those size teams and they're probably the most skilled of the size teams. Yeah. What do you expect from Ben Simmons this year? Because he had kind of an up-and-down year last year. I think Ben Simmons with the offense around him could potentially lead the league in assists per game this year. Okay, I like that. That's your, that's your bold prediction, huh? I think the talent's there. Having Embiid, who is, you know, looks like for once he's, like, in super shape. Yeah. Um, Doesn't, you know, so that's what we've all to, like, waited for him to do is just kind of have a better diet. So that's only going to help. I think Embiid could potentially be an MVP candidate this year with how good the Sixers team is going to be. I, I agree with that statement completely. Yeah. I, I really do think he's going to be an MVP candidate this year. And um, I think that, you know, the thing, the only thing that really worries me about is guys who don't have a ton of NBA reps are kind of going to be counted on to kind of be their reserves guys. So um, guys like Matisse Tybel came in who I loved in college, was a big fan of. You know, what are they going to get from him? Trey Burke's on this team now. Trey Burke, Mike Scott. Mike Scott, who everyone loves Mike Scott. Raul Nito. Except for Eagles Net- fans. Is it Neto or Nito? I think it's Neto. Neto. Yeah, and he, he was playing for Utah before, correct? Mm-hmm. Short guy. He has a very Utah name. Very. <laughs> Just like Mehmet Oker. Utah, yes. Yeah. Uh, Kylo Quinn. Um, Furkan Korkmaz. Yeah. 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 This team really misses Landry Shamet. But I think they if do. I could have got Tobias Harris, I probably would have given him up too. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's something you got. So um, we're expecting big things, obviously, from Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. And Zaire Smith is the other one. That's Zaire really, Smith. This is yeah. going to be his second year. He was hurt a lot of his rookie year. I think this team's going to upgrade their bench at some point during the during Yeah, buyout season, they're going to be in full effect. Yeah, yeah. They're going to they're gonna be going after some, some players. I mean, I would like to see them get some players like they got a few years ago when they had, you know um, – Bellinelli on the team like some of those guys were just you know Ersan Ersan yeah they had so many of these these good shoot like volume shooter guys they could come in off the bench and I'm not seeing that right now and that's kind no. of the way the, the league's going right now so not super impressed with their bench right now at all like at all 
But uh, their starters are incredible. I think um, Al Horford is going to be good, even if Embiid, you know, doesn't play some games. I think Al Horford's going to go in there, even at his age, and be able to kind of, you know, old man his way through it. Oh yeah. And uh, Ben Simmons, I think I, I hit a three. He. <laughs> it happened. That one. That one time. That one time against he hit a three. A it team has from happened. another country. So it doesn't matter. It counts, right? Yeah. We saw it. Well, it was preseason, so okay. it kind of counts. Do you think that – where do you rank Ben Simmons in point guards at the NBA right now? Ooh. Okay. Are we counting Steph Curry as a point guard? Yes, we are. Are we counting LeBron as a point guard? Not yet. Okay. <laughs> Not yet. All right. And are we counting Harden or Westbrook as the Rockets point guard? Um, we'll say, well, let's say Westbrook just, okay. just for fun. So he's not better than Kyrie as a point guard. He's not better than Kemba. So he's third in the division already. I think he's third in the division. Okay. I don't know. Would you put, would you say he's a better point guard than Lowry? At this point? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I, I can agree with that. I still, I mean, he's not better than Chris Paul. I know people want to shit on Chris Paul, but he's still really good at his, being a point guard. He's had a down year. Yeah, but, but Chris Paul's hurt. Yeah, but Chris Paul's not going to play that many games this year, and if, he's going to get bought out or traded or something. Yeah, he's he's going to get traded to the Heat. It's going to happen. Yeah, like we said, I would say if I had to do because point guard's the most loaded position in basketball. It is. Um, you would say he's a top eight point guard. I was going to say ten. Top ten. Okay, I'll go eight. Yeah, because I I'll think go eight. I think I'd take him right now over guys like De'Aaron, and that's not a dig on De'Aaron. No. Um. I would take him obviously over Goran Dragic at this point. So, oh, not without question. Yeah, I would take him over without question. Any of the thirty-seven Bulls point guards, even though I love yeah, Sadoransky. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Chris Dunn's real good. I mean, come on, Tim. Yeah. I saw it was a Chris Ryan from the Ringer. You know, he's like a diehard Sixers fan. Yeah, he said if the Sixers did, which I wouldn't do, they traded Ben Simmons for Chris Paul. He's like the Sixers at that point become a perfect basketball team. And I kind of thought about it, and I was like. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, for a uh, couple months. Yeah. A <laughs> couple months. I mean, every Clippers team was just about perfect. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. It's like, how did that team not win a title? Yeah. Several times. <laughs> we will never know. So, I'm, obviously, we're high on the Sixers. I have them winning the division. I have them going to the Eastern Conference Finals. So, we will get there, obviously, later on before the season starts. Uh, let's talk about the Celtics. Your beloved Celtics. Oh, God, my favorite. They're your favorite. Yes. Celtic pride never died. <laughs> it died. <laughs> yeah. It died. So, anyway, um, out as obviously Kyrie Irving and Al Horford. Yeah. Um, in comes Kemba Walker, Enos Cantor. Honestly, I thought they did really well in the draft. I thought getting Grant Williams in the late round, late, late first, like they did, was a huge pickup for them. He's a great defensive player. I liked him a lot of Tennessee. Uh, Romeo Langford is obviously a question mark. Is his thumb okay? So yeah. My take on this team, and obviously Tatum and Brown. Taco Fall. Taco Fall. <laughs> <laughs> I love Taco. Yeah. I still laugh at people like, why wasn't he drafted? I'm like, because he's not that great. No, no. He's not Manute Bull, guys. No, he's not Manute Bull. No. And so... I think Jason Tatum's going to take that step we wanted him to take last year. I think he's going to be really good this year. I think he's going to be an all-star caliber player. I don't know if he'll make it, but I think he's going to be up there. Yeah, um, I, I expect him to bounce back this year after last season. Yeah. I think Kyrie stuff kind of hindered his shots. Also the fact that the four already got to play together for a summer. Between yeah. Smart, Kemba, Brown, and Tatum. Yeah. So Kemba already got to play with these guys and kind of get a feel for them. Yeah, did they uh, Did they win a medal or anything? No, Sean. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. They didn't. No. Okay. They finished seventh. Okay. So, so the Celtics starters couldn't beat who? <laughs> Australia, Slovenia, France. Okay. I just, I just wanted to bring that back up. I'm sorry. Continue. Could they beat those? Like, they beat, like... Whoever Jetty Osmond played for, they beat by Turkey. Yeah, they Turkey. beat Turkey by one. Yeah, that, that was rough. Best, but, of, best of the best. Yes. 67 wins. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, let's, we make fun of it, but we literally sat on this couch last summer. I know. We, we thought saw, they're, they're going to the finals. Yeah. That was did. it. I picked them to win it. Yeah. I'm you, glad they were. I was glad you, I was wrong. You crazy ass. 
I think you picked them to win it too. Don't act like the you Celtics. Yeah. Did I pick them to win the whole it's thing? It's on wax. So if okay. you want to go back and find it. All right. Well, I must have been having a lapse of judgment if that <laughs> happened. So. I will say this about this team. I think they're a playoff team. I think they are a top four in the Eastern Conference team this year. Okay. Um, I think they're going to win more games last year. I think Kemba's going to be a lot more enjoyable to play for. But Absolutely. I don't think they're a title contender. They don't have that, like, if I see them play Philly in a seven-game series, I don't think they can beat them. If I see them play Milwaukee in a seven-game series, I don't think they can beat them. No. So, you know, there's a possibility the Celtics could end up as a three seed. I think they'll be in that three through six range with teams like Indiana. Absolutely. And Brooklyn. They will be in the playoffs. We'll yeah, just say in that. Miami. Miami. So like I now Gordon Hayward come is come. That is back. like the is, the interesting one. This is the this is the true X factor of this team. Are they? Is he going to come back and be who he was the year before? I hope so. Yeah. Um, because I always really liked Hayward. Yeah. My maybe this is my hot take for the Celtics is I don't know if he finishes the season on that roster. Ooh, I like that hot take. That'd be dirty, man, if they traded him. Yeah, I mean, Danny Ainge doesn't give a fuck. I know, he gives zero. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, in a biz- traditional business sense, it's it's if he doesn't perform well, he is a trade piece. Yeah. He's definitely a change of scenery kind of guy. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, shit, I don't... Like, when he almost signed with the Miami Heat? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everyone just, I always have everyone go to the Miami Heat, but. Sure you do. You have no other place. They're like, well, that's where I would go. Right. That, South Beach. That's where LeBron went. I'll go there too. <laughs> I don't think I sound like that. Yeah, I know. No. That's just you thinking about Miami and going there. Yeah. But like, heat culture, man. Yeah. I mean, James Johnson can't even play right now because he's over 6% body fat. Yeah. Only them. Yeah. Only them. Yeah. But yeah, I could see it possibly where Hayward's not on the team this year at, at, later this year if he's not performing. If they can move him, if they can get a piece that really helped them, because I don't think Danny Ainge is going to be okay with just sitting pat and just being like, "Good." He sat pat this summer and they didn't get Anthony Davis. It was like this like four year plan. Yeah, they they struck out on everything. We always make fun of the Lakers for striking out the last couple years. Yeah, they had an opportunity to trade for Paul George. They had an opportunity to trade for Jimmy Butler. And they didn't get them. The Anthony Davis one, that was their plan. We were literally told on Shot Callers last year by the Boston Globe that he will put anyone on the table to get Anthony Davis, including Jason Tatum. He said he wouldn't do that for Kevin Durant, but they would do it for Jason Tatum. Well, they... This was before the calf injury, too. The Achilles injury. I just... uh, The... The way that they were able to talk... Boston did did have some influence over over them not trading him yeah. until later on, and it did kind of screw stuff up in the NBA. That's why Dell Dems got fired. It's it's the reason why Dell Dems got fired. But the main thing was, you know, they were under the impression that they might trade Jason Tatum, and that did not happen. And it's like, keep going. I just thought of my thing, but I'll let you know, dude, you know, and it's one of those things. It's like, you know, if he was putting out feelers saying, look, I'm not going to re-sign with Boston. I mean, you kind of got to be cautious. So I don't really, uh, I don't really know what happened there, but uh, Danny Ainge struck out huge. Mm -hmm. His plan failed. His plan really failed. Couldn't happen to a nicer organization. Yes. I'm going to test something real quick on trade NBA. I just thought about Gordon, where Gordon Hayward could go. So... And it makes total sense when I tell you, you'll go, uh-huh, yeah. Enos Cantor. Enos Cantor. He is he is going to be playing for Boston this season. He's their uh, their their cheap guy that they were able to sit on put on the team. A guy who's banned from Turkey. Mm-hmm. Jalen Brown's coming back. Um, that'll be fun. Jalen Brown, yeah. So Jalen Brown is kind of there's been this talk about like just kind of like internet murmurs about the potential of Jalen Brown being traded to the Pacers. For a big? Yeah, we've talked about that before. Yeah, so the thing is, because everyone was like, you know, you do Jalen Brown for Demonis Sabonis. I think the Pacers are at the point with Demonis Sabonis where they're not going to let him go. Yeah, I agree with you. um, I love Demonis Sabonis. Oh, he's, yeah. He's He's awesome. He's developing. Yeah, I I wouldn't trade him. I like Jalen Brown. I think Jalen Brown still has some good upside. Yeah. I think he makes a ton of sense for the Pacers, but... 
you know, I don't wouldn't give up Miles Turner for him. I wouldn't give up. No. You know, because I was going to say my my idea was trading Gordon Hayward to the Pacers, but I couldn't make the money work on trade NBA. Okay. Because you know Butler. Yeah. Hayward makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. I get you. <laughs> Just get where coming at. Very so, lazy take, but so Celtics, you're saying could be anywhere in the three or six range. I think right now, if I, I, you know, we'll probably change in a couple of weeks, but right now I probably have them as my three. Okay. Behind Milwaukee and Philly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So now we got the New York teams. The New York teams. Do we start with the bad one or the fun one? Start with the bad one. Okay, so there's the Knicks. You who... mean you mean the fun one? <laughs> I mean the fun one, another 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 team full of forwards. Yes, like you know what we you know what we need, guys, some more fours. When I look at the Knicks roster up and down, and it's you know I know they have Dennis Smith Jr. I really think they might be the slowest lineup in basketball, which is hilarious. Yes, because they have Dennis Smith Jr., but they're still extremely slow. Got Frankie Smoke still. Yep. R.J. Barrett, obviously, we're excited to see him. I am. Uh, Alfred Payton. Interesting pickup for them. Yeah, uh, good fantasy guy. They were they they had Surprising. a maximum capacity of forward, so they had to get a guard. They had to get one. Yeah, the tallest one they could find. <laughs> uh, Kevin Knox, obviously, uh, he's going to come in, play some games, get the ball stripped away, stuff like that. Bobby Portis, uh, former Bull. Who Taj Gibson, former, former Bull. Bull. We got Reggie Bullock playing for this team. Former Wayne, Laker. Yeah. Um, uh, Wayne Ellington is playing here. God, he is. And Damian Dotson. I like Damian Dotson. Um, He's fine. Yeah. So we got a, we got a couple, couple Mitchell. Oh, this Robinson. team sucks. Yeah. This is. Yeah. This. <laughs> this is. This is not good. Nothing. Nothing about this is good. So we're looking. Mitchell at a, Robinson's fine. So we're looking at a. We're looking at a starting lineup. Dennis Smith Jr. starting at point guard. R.J. Barrett at the. At the and we're going to say two, I'm going to say. Yeah, we'll just say wing. We'll say wing. Uh, Knox will play the three. Um, Randall's going to play the four. And Mitchell Robinson's going to probably start at center. Well, last night the Knicks played Kevin Knox off the bench. Okay. So I think RJ's kind of taken over that wing position. Okay. Um, I could see a case where like Reggie Bullock starts with this team. Well, here's here's the problem. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you. They, so they've only, they've got three shooting guards, but they're all young guys. Uh-huh. Alonzo Trier. Oh yeah, I like Trier. Damian Dotson and Kadeem Allen, who I've never heard before, and a guy named VJ King. So oh, VJ King, he went to Louisville. He went to Louisville. Okay, cool, cool. Um, so we got a few a few real true shooting guards on the team, but everybody else is a wing. Or a or a a big so. What the hell is this team gonna do? Nothing. They're gonna compete for the lottery again. They're gonna get all their fans excited that they could get James Wiseman. They're gonna be like, yeah, and then they're going to be the fourth pick in the draft. And then yeah, the Grizzlies are gonna get Wiseman, <laughs> and that's gonna be it. So this okay. will be the year the lottery's fixed. We know if the Grizzlies win the lottery, even if they are the worst team. Yeah, it's it's LeBron going to Cleveland. It's Derek yeah. Rose going to Chicago. Yeah. So, yes. Okay. Okay. Well. Grizzlies fans are probably already dreaming about it. Yeah. Oh, Grizzlies fans. <laughs> <laughs> There's like this little small part of Tennessee that's uh, like NBA basketball. It's Chris Vernon. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, but our college court has dicks in the paint. Yes, it does. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, we're saying lottery team. Awful. Not going to make the playoffs. Are you pegging them at 28 wins? Or less than that. I think that's nice. That's nice. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go a little lower. Let's go twenty three. Yeah. So, I don't mind them getting guy a guy like Tosh Gibson to be a veteran on the team. Sure. Shooting threes now, by the way. Yeah, I don't necessarily mind <laughs> stretching them getting, the floor. Tosh Gibson. I don't necessarily mind old. them getting Julius Randall. Oh think, no! No, I, think I, Randall I like probably, Randall. I think Randall and Barrell probably. I was their just. Best I was. I was confused. Like, I was too. It's like it's like you got Randall, and then immediately after it's like. We got Taj Gibson. And then I was like, we got Bobby Portis. We got Bobby Portis. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and they got Marcus Morris. And they got Marcus Morris. Who is going to be suspended at some point already. Yes. <laughs> After his uh, hit the guy on the face with the ball. He's such a fake tough guy. Yeah, I know. He is. I know. You were talking about that a couple years ago. Uh-huh. You're like, <laughs> you texted me. You're like, Marcus Morris, fake tough guy. And he's going to punk LeBron. He's not going to punk LeBron. He didn't. <laughs> no, they would have. He punked Tristan Towns, but who didn't? Yeah, yeah. Who cares? Yeah. The Kardashians have punked him. <laughs> oh, so, have they? So, oh, have they? So, um, okay. So they're trash. 
I don't want to talk anymore about it. Yeah, we're done. So we're done. We're going to move on to the other team, Brooklyn Nets, Nets, a team that's where they're a year away. Yes. But it's like, really, that's a great reason to be a year away. It's a great reason. It's a good, it's a good waiting. It's like, you know, you have the first, the best or the second best player in basketball coming to you. We don't know what he's going to look like after this. It's like 400 Christmas Eves in a row. Is yeah, what it is. yeah. You know, because yeah, it's like, yeah. well, tomorrow. Yeah. So, and, you know, obviously there's been a lot of rumblings that try, people have tried to say that, like, you know, he's going to be back quicker than anyone. On no, he's not. Injury. He is not going to come back. Out and he's like, no, I'm not going to risk it. Yeah. And he shouldn't. No, not after last season. Literally, when he's healthy, he'll still be 32. Yeah. So, like, if Kevin Durant is 80% of Kevin Durant, he's still. Good. Incredible. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe still one of the ten best players in basketball. Easy. Oh yeah, still. Um, but looking at the roster this year, now they throw Kyrie on this team. Yes, they had. They were a great team. What the most fun team to watch last season was the Nets. Yeah, and everybody was very, very happy for them. Um, they also brought in DeAndre Jordan, which I like. That was a buddy move. That, that was, was a, a, he's friends with Katie and Kyrie. Yeah, it's a buddy move. We're bringing back Jared Allen. Love Jared Allen. Love the energy he got. Uh, Me too. Karis LeVert almost destroyed his uh, his ankle last and year. And back. And his back. Came back. They uh, got Torian Prince for nothing in that trade. They got Torian Prince for nothing. Joe Harris is going to come back. Like some Joe uh, Harris. Spencer Dinwiddie, they signed him to a multi-year contract. Love what he's been doing. Yep. Uh, Wilson Chandler obviously suspended for a few games this year, so we're not going to see him for a little while. They draft uh, Nicholas Claxton in the second round, who, for people who don't know, he was a really good center at Georgia. He was one of the best centers in the SEC last year. So he's going to be with DeAndre Jordan and Jared Allen. He's another guy with size that they can really use on that team. I expect he'll play a lot for the Long Island Nets. I think that's their G League affiliate get, still. Get a run in with them. Yeah, but... Claxton's going to be an interesting development for them. I think he's going to be like one of the guys that could really make some noise. But the one window he has is Rodinus Kirkus. I think I said his name right. Is facing some legal troubles. Okay. So he's in a little bit of trouble. Um, so that might be the window where Claxton get a chance to make some minutes and really make be a part of this team. And honestly, underrated signing they had. And I know a lot of people kind of like he's kind of become a journeyman. This is his fourth team in his fourth year in his NBA career. Yeah. David Nwaba. Yeah, like Nwaba's fine. Great energy guy. Yeah. And I wish Chicago wouldn't have let him go. Yeah, he was fine from that he year. He was fine. Also, uh, they're bringing in Garrett Temple. I like as Garrett well. Temple. So um, Henry Ellenson's coming in. I, so yeah, he I can do without Henry Ellenson. So we. I mean, this is a, this is an interesting team with the chemistry of the the. Um, Guys that were already here, and I mean, they did they did lose a leader in D'Angelo Russell, who was really coming into his own last year. I kind of hated seeing him being stripped away from that situation. I did it too. was such a great, fun team for him to be on. This is definitely going to be um, a year where if this team does not do well, and it, uh, it, it you know, build on what happened last season with D'Angelo Russell, and they take a step back, perhaps, with Kyrie Irving in the uh, in the driver's seat. Do we start to reevaluate? Oh yeah, Kyrie Irving's uh, yep. Uh, you know, leadership leadership abilities. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I think- I, I'm a little worried about that, honestly, with this team. That's the one thing I'm worried about. Like I can't get super excited about the Brooklyn Nets this year because Kyrie's on this team and Kevin Durant's not playing yet and Kevin Durant's not playing yet so it's like I I just you know I'm you know I loved seeing the underdog team last year prevail and it's like all those guys worked their ass off last year Jared Jared Allen and it's like now they're gonna have to give up minutes to you know DeAndre Jordan Karis LeVert literally almost ruined his leg and played later in the year yeah he did yeah he did so um, Spencer Dinwiddie, like, I mean, he's going to be a fantastic backup. Oh yeah. For, for Kyrie Irving. But like, it's like, I would love to see him start, you know, it's like, I, but when you have a chance to get someone like Kyrie Irving, you go get him. Yeah. And, he's, and they did. He, I mean, he backed up D'Angelo Russell last year, so it's not like it's a new thing. It's true. It's true. And he did play some, yeah, but he did, he played a lot. He played a lot of minutes though last yeah, year. Yeah. I think so. he'll definitely be a six man of the year candidate. 100%. Obviously we know Lou Will is going to be there. Obviously. Uh, Jamal Crawford has not signed with a team yet, so we can't say him. We can't say him. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously there's the rumblings that Carmelo Anthony could end up on this team. Yeah. I yeah. Like, I don't like that. 
So apparently KD and Kyrie have both told the Nets they want him there. Oh, okay. Well, that's No. Just let it go. It's fine. If they want to if they want to go that route, let them go that route. Yeah, if he's just, you know, there. Where are we saying what are we saying about this team? What are we, how many wins they get? So I think they're going to be better than they were last year, truthfully, even without Durant. I think they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah. I think that they are going to be in that 46-win range because they do have Kyrie Irving. And they, you know, say what you will about DeAndre Jordan. Um, I know he was really bad for the Mavericks last year. But, um, he was disengaged because it was, oh, yeah. was with the Mavericks. Right. So Or the Knicks, too. Yeah. So, so I, think... I was going to say 47 wins. So we're, we're pretty much on the same page right okay. here. So uh, I'm going to go with that. Um, this team's literally a year away. Yeah. Yeah. I so, like it. Yeah. I'm excited. And you know what's going to be great, though, this, off- this year, even without Kevin Durant? Kevin Durant's going to be tweeting. He is going to be tweeting. Yeah. We're excited about that. If you talk shit, he's going to tear you down. He's going to tear you down. It doesn't matter if you're six years old or 90. <laughs> doesn't matter. So he had that interview he did with uh, Peter Rosenberg, I guess, recently. And they asked him about the Knicks and why people aren't going there. And the point he made is not wrong. He said, like, look, the Knicks aren't cool. He's like, for people my age growing up, we haven't seen the Knicks be good. Yeah. Of, like, you know, they went to the finals twice in the 90s, but they got their ass kicked both times. Yeah. They've been bad literally since these people, these these players have been alive. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's like, it's like Notre Dame football for that, like, decade oh, yeah. and a half where they were just mediocre. Yeah. You know, they would have years of best where they would win, like, eight or nine games, but, like, that was the best they'd do for a long yeah, time. Yeah, sure. You know, it's a national brand. It's a well-known brand. Yeah. But, you know, the legacy of the Knicks is not what it used to be. Yeah. So, and, of course, everyone went after him on that. And was, I remember one guy flat out was, like, sent him something about, like, I can't wait to talk to you in person about this. And he goes, well, we play the Knicks pretty early in the season, so you'll have that chance. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So have you listened to uh, The Ringer has that show, The Hottest Take? I know you've no, The Ringer no, a lot no. today. So it's this show where they have like an eight-minute, it's like an eight-minute podcast where someone just goes on and they say like their hottest take and what, if they, like what they believe. Yeah. So Jason Concepcion, who we all know is like hilarious. Yes. Freaking won an Emmy for NBA Desktop. Wow. Uh, went on there and his, his hot take was Kevin Durant should never stop tweeting. Yes. <laughs> and he's like, look, you don't, you're not going to play this year. You're going to be rehabbing. Just go for it. You're going to have all this time. He's like, just tweet away. Yeah. Just let your thumbs roll. Yeah. He's like, you can make all of your burner accounts. You can get all your bot friends to follow you and go after go after your your haters. He's like, this is your time, Katie. <laughs> this is your time. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of tweets from, from Mr. Durant this year sitting yeah. on the bench. I'm kind of sad to see him not play this year. So. Yeah, don't be wrong. Like. There's obviously the hope in me that he's going to be healthy enough to play this year at some point. I just I, it's I, it's not realistic. It's not realistic. I'm not even going to blink at that. He needs to take the whole year off. Yeah, because I don't think this is going to be like that when Paul George came back really late in April. The Pacers were out of the playoffs, yeah. so yeah, it was just kind of like get him some minutes to get people excited. And it was yeah. great. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's going to be like that. You no. know, like I said, I hope it is. I hope that there is somehow, some way or another, he is healthy enough to play and does well. I just am not holding be my great. breath. It'd be great, but it's, I, you know. Yeah. I'm not going to happen. Agreed. So. All right, so let's uh, go ahead and uh, I'll say, I've already said Philly, obviously, so I think Philly will be the best one division. Yep. I will take Boston to go fit second. Okay. Brooklyn third. Okay. Toronto fourth, yep. the Knicks fifth. Yep, that's exactly what I would have done. Okay. 100% agree with you. Yeah, so to round this out real quick in case you're keeping up or this is the first time you're listening, for the Central, we went Milwaukee, Indiana, Detroit, Chicago, Cleveland. For the Southeast, we went Miami, Orlando, uh, Atlanta, Washington, Charlotte. And for the Atlantic, we went... Philly, Boston, Brooklyn, Toronto, the Knicks. Yes. All right. So we have to remember that when we do our, our conference previews here in a couple weeks. Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. So I think that's about everything. Is there anything we missed that we, we got to touch on? Not this week, man. We're going to have lots of news coming up, though. Yeah. You know, everything's everything's starting to look a little clearer now. So It is. So we're going to wrap up this week's edition of 48 Minutes, brought to you by 48 Minutes Network. 
Um, so I know this went up on a Friday, which is not our normal day. Uh, starting next week, we'll be back to Wednesdays. Uh, we have a really cool episode coming up, actually, in a couple weeks that I'm going to put up. Um, so we're going to be talking to the writer of NBA Jam, the book, uh, Mr. Reina Ali. I'm actually, funny enough, from Columbus. Yeah. So he has sent me a copy of the book to read before. The book is coming out on the 27th of October. Um, Rayan Ali. I, I'm, I greatly apologize. Uh, the book comes out the 22nd of October. He's calling it Jam Day. I Very like nice. it. I like it. And obviously, we are the NBA Jam podcast with our freaking introduction. Yeah. So yeah. one of our one of our favorite games ever. Yeah. Yeah. So we're excited for it. Uh, everyone, have a good night. And we have a lot coming up, so we're not too far away. See ya. See ya.